It's Joe Benito and Evan Roberts on The Fan. Joe and Evan, Evan and Joe, on WFAN Sports Radio. If you want to be in the New York, no, gotta go with Joe and Evan, Evan and Joe. 66 on your AM dial, 101.9 FM, Joe and All right, 205 on the fan, and a very good Friday afternoon to you. Beningo and Roberts in the afternoon, 877-337-6666 is the phone number. Here till 3.30 today, and we take it to Yankee Stadium as the Yankees will play yet another doubleheader, their seventh of the year, uh, this one against the Baltimore Orioles, and really a huge uh, four-game series coming up with Baltimore. Garrett Cole and Masahiro Tanaka will pitch today for the Yankees. Tommy Lugauer, uh, he's in uh, Manhattan. Ernie Acosta, of course, uh, in Yonkers. We're live from the Town Fair Tire studio where nobody but nobody and nobody on top of that beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Bro, how are you? I'm all right. Today today is always very, yes. very surreal. Well, first of all, before we get to the uh, serious stuff, happy birthday. Not that it's not serious, but happy birthday to your four-year-old, Jet. Thank you very who much. We'll soon have a brother as well. That's right. This, this, is a, days. this is a part of why. Today is just, it's more surreal than ever because for the first 15 years, all I thought about and all we all think about is what happened in this city, in our area on that day. And like you mentioned, four years ago, my son happened to be born on September 11th. So it brings a new meaning. It's it's still a horrific day. It's still a sad day. It's still a day I take pride in because I saw how we have so many people that didn't care. They went into buildings to save people's lives. And that's the thing I always think back at is, as I watched in horror on TV, and most of us heard it on TV or on the radio, I, I can never imagine the families who never got to see their fathers, their mothers, their husbands, their daughters, because they bravely went into a building to save lives. And that's what happened 19 years ago. And there are still obviously families that are affected by it all these years later. And then, yeah, now I have a son, so I, it's also a happy day because I think back to you know, my son coming into the world. But I also think about how I never, ever, and unfortunately, I don't know if we'll ever see it again, how unified we all were after that day. Yep, yep. It didn't matter. didn't matter your political beliefs, your race, your gender. It didn't matter. We were so unified. And it shows what we can be as a country, how we responded to the worst terrorist attack, one of the worst days we ever faced. But to everybody out there who lost somebody, we always think of you on this day. We think of you every day. We will truly never forget the heroes of that day. So it's always, and you know what adds to it, bro? I, I don't know if you feel this way, the weather. Because I look outside, and what I always remember about that gorgeous, Tuesday. Beautiful yeah, day. Beautiful gorgeous day. day yeah. Which obviously didn't symbolize what we were all going through in any way. Yet it was this crystal clear morning like any other early fall morning, I guess technically the summer. And our world changed forever, so... It's a day we will never, ever forget, but it obviously takes on a new meaning for me as a, a father yeah. who had a son born on this day. Well, it's a day I'll never forget and uh, probably the worst moment that I can remember in the history of the country. No doubt. And uh, I think sometimes with all these stuff that's going on in the country now, we kind of lose sight of, uh, you know, what happened that day and, and, you know, what it's really all about. And, and like you said, how we did all come together when we were attacked. I mean, the bottom line is we were, we were attacked. And it had never happened before on our shores. Hopefully it'll never happen again. 
And, uh, you know, it was, like you said, a day of unity. We were all on yeah. on the same side that day. Amen, and, man. And, and it, let's hope that uh, that happens again. It, and uh, I hope that, uh, you know, a lot of people who, uh, you know, there's a lot of people in this country that I don't think love this country, bro, a lot of them. And I think we should uh, look back and reflect at what happened 19 years ago today uh, to to realize what this country is all about and how great it is to have been fortunate enough to have been born into this country and, and be an American. It, I, I don't know how else to say it. it. It's also why I always think this, even though maybe it sounds naive sometimes, that people are generally good because even though evil is what caused this attack, everybody wanted to help everybody on that day. No question. And to me, that's just, it's a reminder that humans in general were good. You know, humans are good people. And the heroes that came from that day the men and women that went into towers to save lives. Think about lives that were saved on that day because of that. Of course. It's why I still believe, maybe I'm naive. I hope not. It's why I still believe humans are generally good. So we never, we will never, ever forget. Um, because it's a day that's one of those days. There are a few days in our lives yep, yep, yep. that you remember everything about it. You remember the temperature. You remember what the sky looked like. You remember the thoughts you were going through. You remember everything about that day. And from morning to night, it's a surreal day that for anyone, I guess you have to be 26, 27, because if you're younger than that, you were too young to remember it, but you remember every part of that day. And 19 years, man, that's, that's incredible to think about because it does sort of still feel like yesterday. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, there's so many things I'll never forget because I was doing the overnight that, uh, you know, that night. And that, remember, it was a Monday night game between the Broncos and the Giants. Yeah, yeah. Season yeah. opening game. And uh, I'll never forget it. And, you know, I, I come home, I basically slept through this because I was doing the overnight at this point. And uh, I'll never forget being woken up by my wife at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm like, you know, she was working back then. I'm like, what are you doing home? Why are you home? And I was like, I didn't understand that. And then she told me what happened. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I remember just putting the TV on. Just the whole, it was just yeah. crazy. The whole the whole scene was crazy. You know what I mean? No question. Uh, and uh, it's it's a day that we will never forget and uh like I said, I can't think of a worse day in the history of the no, country. No, 100%. You know. All right, let, let's talk football. Yep, I'm going yep. to start crying yeah, thinking yeah, don't about cry. that. Hey, man. No. no tears, bro. No tears. Uh, no, no tears. It was, Jets it was haven't great. watched yet, so let's not. <laughs> no, they haven't <laughs> lost, but I already see Denzel Mims oh, may go on God. IR. Why are we, right why why are we surprised? Hey, Joe, thanks a lot, Joe. Joe, <laughs> Joe, you know I'm talking to, Joe? Thanks. Thanks a lot. You know what the problem is? <laughs> the, 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 the problem isn't. Denzel Mims specifically that's not the issue because look and I Kim Jones tweeted this out a little while ago and, I, and I've thought about this too Odell Beckham Jr. could not get on the field at the beginning of his rookie season he was dealing with hamstring issues now forget about how everything turned out with Odell forget about and think of being traded to Cleveland and all that you'd admit that once Odell got on the field for a couple of years yeah, he, he was, was an elite wide receiver yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not to me about Denzel Mims and, oh, he's going to be a boster. He's going to fall along the lines of every other wide receiver the Jets have drafted over the years. It's that Joe Douglas didn't do enough yep. Yep. around yep. Denzel Mims. And, and, and not only that, and you're 100% right. Look, they should have never, never let Robbie Anderson get away. That was ridiculous that they let him go. This guy had a, had a chemistry with Donald. He was really building something with him. He was a player that was getting better and better all the time. It was it was ridiculous to let him go, but I mean this is just the problem is it's just typical Jets. It's so typical of this franchise, you know. 
Uh, and, and, and what a disaster. We, we all know the disaster over the years that every pick seems to have been, but certainly the second round has been as bad as any, uh, you know, worse than anything. And, and this is the kind of thing that makes you crazy. And, and, you, you know, know, right? I mean, this is really 100%. what makes you nuts. And, like, I said this to you yesterday, and it's it's this, uh, this sports and fandom thing. I think the other kid is hurt, too, right? The kid, the, Perrine, Perrine, would you say his name? Yes. Well, Michael Piron is banged he, up, too. He, he's yes. not playing either, right? No, I know. Of course. You go into every season with hope, and ultimately you want to see your team win. That's the priority. But the other priority of this season is seeing what this quarterback is. That, right. well, that's a course. big priority well, of this season. To me, it's the and, biggest thing, really, probably. So I don't want to sit here with you in December and talk to Jet fans and say, well, I don't know what Sam is. He had no wide right, receivers. Right. He had no that. Right. This is year three yes. of Sam Darnold. It's just pushing another year back of, you know, okay, well, we'll see what he is next year. You know what I mean? Right. I don't want to do that. Of course and not. And not having a capable group of receivers around him, which right now on paper, it doesn't feel like he does, is a major negative going into this season. It's just a major negative. By, by the way, as far as last night's concerned, Here's my biggest takeaway, besides the fact that the Chiefs are awesome, which we knew. Yeah. Bill O'Brien's terrible, Joe. Well, we've known that. For... <laughs> no, I, mean, I, know, I know. This is not that. something new. First of all, and Bill O'Brien, and we've been, we've been on Bill O'Brien for years. You know, first, I don't think he's a great coach, but he's also the GM there. I mean, how is this guy who has won nothing? He struggles to win one playoff game. His team's in the playoffs, I'll give him that. But, I mean, they don't get much farther than that. You know, they blew a 24 nothing lead. I understand the Chiefs. We know what they are. They're like a track meet out there and all of that. But they did in the second round. Right. And they were fortunate to beat Buffalo in the first round. I mean, how close did they come Very to the Bills, Very. as we know? But how do you let the – I understand the money. How do you let DeAndre Hopkins go? I mean, their offense is – I mean, what is their offense? David Johnson, he's a nice player. You know, Will Fuller, he's a, he's a, he's a decent complimentary is, receiver. Is he a number one? No. No. Of exactly. course he's not. And, and Joe – Look, David Johnson looked good, and I could totally see David Johnson having a big year. Yeah, okay. He's still relatively. Right. They could have gotten him without right. trading right. DeAndre right. Hopkins. Right, of course. It's not one or the other, but I also think his decision-making. Like, when Kansas City, this is the one that jumped out at me the most because it was still a football game. You know, we're not talking about desperation yeah. time, right. which is another right. critique. Right. When right. Kansas City ties the game up at seven, and the Texans have about a fourth and four from midfield, you have to go for yeah, it. No, no question about it. Because you're no not question. stopping you the right, Chiefs. You, you, they couldn't stop them all night. I mean, let's be right. honest. They didn't. And, and the only way you're winning this football game is by converting on a fourth and four and having Deshaun Watson march down the field. You can't play like that. And I thought right out of the gate, because this was still early in the game. It was the second quarter. It was right, a 7-7 seven, right. seven game. It's a, it's, right. a, it's a tie right. game. It's anybody's no game. No question. I thought in a lot of ways that was a football game. Because Kansas City got the ball great. You pinned them back at the nine-yard line. Super. Right, you, go, nine, you know what ended up happening? yards right down the field. Yeah, they and it was, al- and it was almost too easy. How they Way too easy. Field. Well, they barely had a third down. And, and they, now, you know, and now Kansas City with all the weapons they have, now you throw this kid uh, Edwards Alaire into the mix. The kid they drafted out of LSU, yep. who was you know, phenomenal last night. I mean, let's go. he was great. How good was he? And how about that? Tell me, this didn't make you crazy. <laughs> tell me, tell me. You know, bro, bro. Assembly, okay. Here's this guy. <laughs> yes. Assembly, who, who yes. knows what the deal was with the Jets, okay? The injury, he was injured, he wasn't injured, they say he wasn't injured, whatever it was, <clears throat> okay? Yep. Turned out to be an unmitigated jet disaster, as most of them are. And it's, this guy winds up in Kansas City, and he looked like he was John Hanna last night. <laughs> 
I'm like, he's the greatest offensive lineman that ever played. You know, Larry Little and Bob Kuchenberg. I'm like, <laughs> you got to be kidding me. And, and I, that's, if I heard Collinsworth say another praising thing about, oh, Semele, what a – oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God! Tell me you didn't want to cry. Did you, did you I, want to cry? It, it, as soon as I saw his name <laughs> popping on the starting lineup, I had to. Right, of course, game. of course. Because I knew what was coming, bro. bro, bro. Of course, <laughs> he's on his way to Canton now. You Look, can't make it up. Oh, I, I, don't, I was delirious with that. I got to No, I, I get you. I, look, we all know the Kansas City Chiefs are great. And you even said this yesterday. You don't want to pick them to come out of the AFC. It's just too chalky it, to say it. 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 Right. But when you throw Clyde Edwards-Hilaire oh my God. into the mix now, even though he could not punch it in for his second touchdown late in that game, they well, gave him we'll every opportunity. Into, we'll get into that. <laughs> and trust me, for business purposes, I was thrilled he couldn't punch it in because yeah. I happened to be facing Clyde Edwards-Hilaire yeah. oh in fantasy this God. week. So I was thrilled. He did get one. He did score one touchdown. No, no, he, he had, dude, he, he had a great, he had one, and he got yeah. 138 yards on the ground. Right. He had a huge fantasy oh, game. He was but, phenomenal. Oh, but it no, would have been worse. But a second touchdown would have been worse. And they gave him every opportunity to punch it in before Andy said, you know what, let me kick a 19-yard field goal with 30 seconds to go. And let me tell you right now. Come go on. ahead. 30 seconds left in his game, and you're, you're up 11. The game's over. I mean, there's no way. they got no timeouts. Houston has no timeouts. I mean, what do you – I couldn't believe Andy Reid kicked the field goal there. I'm like – and, of course, Michael's, Michael's made a comment because we all know the over-under, I think, was 53-and-a-half, right? Wasn't it the right. over-under? I think uh, it was, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and, and, and Michael's makes a comment. I think Michael said to Collinsworth, well, you know what I'm thinking? And Collinsworth, yeah, I know. <laughs> it was almost like uh, Andy Reid had the over. Well, it's, I couldn't believe it. I mean, just it, run a play. Even if you score a touchdown, if, if you run a play there and they scored a touchdown, okay, that's different to me. Yeah, but, no, but you, you're right. As odd as that sounds, like you're right. Sticking it to you, like yeah. kicking the field goals, like rubbing it in anymore. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, I was thrilled though that he kicked the field goals. Well, and man, Edwards, I'm sure a lot of people were. I'm sure there was a plethora of people uh, thrilled that he kicked the well, field goal. The, the great thing about the NFL, it's a great thing. I don't think this is a negative because I I watch a football game more about just the game. You know, I don't the, the fantasy stuff is always second to right. me. But when you have a game like that. That's what makes the final seconds or final minutes of a game that effectively was a blowout still really it interesting. Does. It does you're make watching it, it for gambling and you're watching it for fantasy. Right. Now, I know there's a lot of people that put fantasy above everything else, and that's fine. Whatever your priorities are, it's up to you. I wasn't necessarily thinking about that. Like, I was watching the game. I wanted to enjoy football. I was just excited it was back. But late in the game, when it's clear the Chiefs are going to win, right. I have my, uh, my focuses. You know, it was funny last night. I mean, after, they, after the watching through that pick, uh, to the kid, what's his name? Sneed, who had a terrific game. You know, Great for, game for uh, his Sneed, absolutely. And, yep. You know, he really played well. And actually, uh, the, the Honey Badger made that play on a, on a, on a, on a, set, on a pressure, on a, on a hit. But when he threw that pick and they scored the touchdown there and made it 31-7, I was ready to cut out at that point. I mean, I have to say, at that point, eh, right. you know, this game's definitely over. Right. But I hung in there, and I'm so glad I did because I got to see that field goal, which I can't. <laughs> See, <laughs> that's why it's good to oh, hang. Oh, I couldn't end. believe that. I'm like Andy. Andy had to have. He had to know some people. Like maybe like he has a a friend of his, Andy. Look, just in case. Just I bet the, I bet the over. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do me a solid, Andy? Thank you. You never know, man. Oh my God. <laughs>